and welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today, I have a very special episode of the podcast slash vlog. I have my buddy Will from the YouTube channel Venture to Rome joining me, and we're going to kind of talk about fridge versus cooler. We're going to talk about our experiences because we both started as cooler uh, campers and then we moved up to fridges. We are both sort of fridge people now. Um, But we're going to talk about like sort of the pros and cons of each. We're going to talk about our thoughts on them. And then we're going to kind of give our final feelings on, you know, when we think it's best to maybe do like a cooler and when it's maybe best to do a fridge. Hopefully that'll give you some good information if you are, you know, making a choice as to how you want to outfit your rig or how you want to get ready for overlanding. So stay tuned for more info on cooler versus fridge with Venture to Rome. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by some fantastic companies. You should definitely check out the description and click through their links to see all the awesome stuff they offer. Companies like Red Arc for all your overlanding power management needs. Last US Bag, tons of amazing quality overlanding bags. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. The Moore Expo 2022. Get your tickets below. And Northology Overland, guided overlanding trips and a free overlanding magazine. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, guys. So as you heard in the introduction today, I have Will from Venture to Rome with me again. Thank you, Will, for coming. Awesome to be here, man. So fun to have these combos with you. Yeah, I love it. Um, so today we decided we kind of came up with an idea. We want to talk a little bit. We both started with coolers, right? But like a lot of us in overlanding, because of the cost and everything, we start with coolers. And then slowly, it seems like a lot of us transition to fridges. But... You know, especially recently in my newbie overlanders group, there have been a lot of chats about, hey, I just don't want to spend three to five hundred or more on a fridge. I don't know how much I like overlanding yet. I'm new to it. Right. I want to start with like 100, 200 bucks max on a like a cooler. You know, I've said this before in other episodes and things, but there's never a right or wrong answer. Right. So we just want to kind of present you guys with the pros and cons of each. And then you can make a decision based on your setup um, and the information that we pack into this show. So um, do we want to start with pros of let's start with cooler you want to do that because you were cooler for a long time right i was i was cooler i was cooler for being cool for having a cooler um so um yeah so so we started with a cooler and, and coolers are great and yeah. the, the reason that coolers are great is because you don't need a refrigerator to be an overlander it's become yeah. like this thing it's like you overland do you even overland bro if you don't have a fridge so like so so the reason that that i am pro coolers in general is because we used our parents old coleman cooler (laughs) to start overlanding and it was great there is like nothing wrong with it and the 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 it lowers the barrier for entry so low and i was i was i started to say earlier and I, and I should have just waited for you to finish that like three to five hundred dollars on a re, on a refrigerator is cheap. En- entry that is yeah. 
that is like the the least amount you but can for pay. me that's a lot and that's the most i've ever spent so <laughs> yeah but you can like you can pay a lot more than that so oh, yeah. so um i think the the biggest pro for um for coolers is is uh definitely price however there's another really important one which is space so yeah. um i have a buddy who has a 72 dual zone 72 liter dual zone dometic super fancy um, he's got a big tundra, so he's got plenty of room for it. And when we go winter camping, he doesn't even bring it. He brings yeah. a cooler. And yeah. he's like, well, I'm just trying to keep stuff from freezing. So <laughs> I just bring a cooler. I don't need to bring that big thing. This is way smaller. There's only one of me. I don't need that thing. And so um, so the size of a cooler and the packability of a cooler is, yeah. and the weight of a cooler is way better on in, uh, in, in all those categories than having a fridge. And I think, I think that's a, a real advantage as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I exactly, almost exactly the same story as you. I actually bought a fridge cause we didn't, we had like literally the worst, like one of those little ones, like you would take your lunch in if you worked in a factory, like one of those style of coolers. And I like was a like, little handle I need, on top. Yeah. It was a little fold up handle. Yeah, it held yeah. like six beers. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I was like, I need more room than this. So I bought like a 70 quart Coleman extreme. It was like 50 or 60 bucks though. Yeah. And it was huge. I mean, it was massive, but it also would hold ice for like three to four days. Like, because it's so big, you pack this thing full of ice and then put all your food in it, put some frozen water bottles down in there. And that thing would hold ice for days. Yeah. And it was like 50 or 60 bucks. And I still have it. I still, it's in my garage right now. I still have that thing. And the benefit of those two, the other nice thing is uh, that a lot of people I don't think think about is there's so many multiple uses, right? Like very seldom, I think, are you going to take your fridge that's lashed down and mounted in your vehicle out and like put it on your porch for like a party. Nope. And they're just, we'll they're the just most of them aren't that big anyways, right? Yeah. For you to really put enough stuff in it to make sense. But like a cooler that you have in your garage gives you a ton of flexibility to be able to throw it in your rig, throw it on your porch, put drinks in it for, you know, people coming over for a party, use it for kids' birthday parties, like and again, it's not like they go bad. You don't have to worry about a compressor. They're so much simpler, you know, that like, again, I'll probably still have that thing. My kids might take that someday when they get into overlanding, when they're out of college or something, they'll probably get that cooler. Yes. You're not tethered to a cord. Yeah. You don't have to worry um, about battery life, anything like that. Yeah. I Like there's like, if you're starting, just start with the cooler for yeah. please. Like there's no, there's really no piece of gear that you need to buy before you start. And I think, Shelter, and, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Ted, that's about it. A sleepy bag, um, uh, but not a refrigerator. Like you, right. you don't need to buy one to start, and and you may never switch to one. I, you know, yeah. so so like if if I'm thinking about some of the cons of of a uh, of a cooler, yeah. it's one is just that it takes a little bit more work to keep the temperature right. Now, and that's yeah. not true for all of them, but like. I have, so we went out camping on a trip where it got real cold at night and our friends didn't put their cooler in their rig. And the next morning it was one solid ice block. So like every couldn't get anything, anything out of that, of that cooler. And you know, because it doesn't regulate the temperature like, like a refrigerator does. And I, so I think, you know, starting off on the cons, I think that's one thing that you kind of have to keep an eye on the ice, if it's melting or not. Now a lot cooler technology has advanced as well. So that happens less than it used to. Again, we were using like a 1980s Coleman cooler. And so like, you know, we would have stuff melting and have it replace the ice and, you know, all that stuff, which is a little bit extra work. So I'd say that was for me, that's probably like the first con. Yeah. Um, that, that is one, one that kind of drove me away from coolers. One of like the last times that I took a cooler 
was maybe like three years ago, I went on the Trans Wisconsin Adventure Trail. It was like a four day, three night trip. And my stair was basically like lifted on 33s, but otherwise basically stock, like no armor, no bumpers, no winch, no nothing. And so I was still cooler, right? Like, I'm just like, oh, I can't commit to spending hundreds of dollars on a fridge. I don't have anywhere to mount it. You know, I, I didn't have any permanent storage or anything at that point, but we went and I had like some steaks with me and some other, you know, like some Lunchables and like other things that needed to stay cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I got out there and we got like two days into the trip and I'm like, all right, steak time, let's have steak. And I go in there and water had seeped into the steak and it was like gray. And so like, I cooked it. I was like, you know what? This is what I got. Like, I don't, <laughs> and at that point I wasn't that great of a packer. I didn't have like redundant, like dry backups, like, you know, canned goods or anything like yeah. that. I was like, it's this or nothing. So I just cooked the dang thing and it was not very good. And I but, ate it, but like, but did you get sick? No, I didn't get sick, but it just didn't taste very good. It was very yeah. tough, very gross looking. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did not get sick, but it was like, I was like, dude. And then that happened to me like two or three times where like I would ruin, you know, my expensive meats that I bought because like, even if you put it in a Ziploc, like that was before I even thought of a Ziploc bag. I literally set it on top in the container that it came in. Yeah. But then as the ice melted, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's sinking down in and it just never occurred to me until I, I opened it up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, food to your point though, that, that temperature regulation, the water that's involved, like the byproduct of ice is water, right? So yeah. like, that's not ideal for stuff that you need to keep dry. And you can, um, you can try to do, so like what we used to do is um, like, like milk cartons or something you'd fill yeah. up and freeze, but it yep. doesn't give, it doesn't give the stuff in there, the, the coolness that it needs in the yeah. same way that if you just pack it with ice. Yeah. I cover so, it with ice. Right. Yeah, and it so. doesn't stay as long. I feel like, like that's, that's kind of the benefit of the ice is as it melts, then that water gets cooled by the ice and then it slows the rate of melt for yeah. the rest of the ice. Um, so I think that's like, even by like the fourth day or whatever of that trip, I had a little bit of ice left, but that water was still frigidly cold. Right. Like, yeah. and it was still keeping everything. All my drinks were cold and that sort of thing. So that wasn't a problem, but that is definitely, and by the time you pack, like, especially like a big cooler like that, full of ice and food and drinks and stuff, like that thing weighed a hundred pounds. Like it was super yeah. heavy yeah, you start and to hard lose. to maneuver in and out. And so, you start to lose your storage space. You, you can't, you can't yeah. actually take as much. Well, um, and then it's like, you may not like with fridges, I feel like because of the expense, you do kind of have to like pick the size that's right. Like is a 35 quart, a 50 quart, a 75 yeah. quart, like what's the right size for you. So you have to pick one that's like the good middle ground that like on most trips is going to work and maybe, but it's a fridge, right? So like, let's say that you, you want to bring 12 beers on a trip and you go through six of them, then you can put new beers in. you don't have to worry about like, Oh my gosh, yeah. my ice is all melted Right. with a fridge. You can refill it with stuff if you need to, even if it's yeah. too small, but with a cooler, it's like, Again, I have that 70 quart. I have like a 20 quart, which is a rotiformed one that's really, really nice, but it's mm-hmm. small. And then I have like some that are in between that, but I have like four. So I have like four of those taking up room in my garage now. And when you add those all up, it's probably three or 400 bucks worth of coolers. <laughs> well, you know, and, you like, know some, of the, some of those rotiform coolers have become more expensive as well. They're, they're better oh. coolers, but also they're like, you know, if you buy a Yeti, you can spend as much on a Yeti as you, as you do on, oh, yeah. a, on a fridge. So, yes. so yeah, yeah, I think that like, cooler technology has advanced to make so the cost maybe not so much, but the prices have advanced too. Yeah. There's still like some portability to a cooler that I think is really, really great. But in, yeah. you know, in general that I think that temperature regulation and, and some of that mess that comes with having one is, yeah. uh, is a big con if, if, if that bothers you. Right. Um, yep. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously. And six, one, since that matters. And 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yep. So I don't think we've covered pros and cons of fridges. So we want to dive into pros of fridges. Let's do pros of fridges. I'm I'm um, ready. Okay, I'll start this time on fridges. So again, for me, not having to worry about your food getting wet is a big yep. pro because <laughs> no wet food. I can't seem to keep my no wet steaks dry. Right. Like, yeah, I don't want wet steaks. I, and then also that thing that I mentioned a second ago where you're able to throw stuff in. So like, I'll give you a perfect example. Like two years ago, I went to West Virginia. It's a 10 hour drive each way. So it was super far away from me. So I loaded that thing up before I went, right? Beer, Coke, water bottles, food, all that stuff in my fridge filled to the brim, Hmm. but we were there for like four days. So, I mean, we literally went through enough of that stuff where I had like very little left in the fridge Mm -hmm. again with ice. Then you either need to go to a place and spend more money, buy more ice, fill it up, find a place that has ice, which is somewhat limiting, especially out in the rural, like rural areas like that middle of West Virginia. And you also have to get more food, which again, then is you're putting warm food into ice, which is going to melt it even further. And then if you're two, three days into that trip and you don't have a way to refill that ice, you're kind of stuck, right? Yeah. Versus with a fridge, man, it's so nice to just be like, here's six warm beers, pop them in there. And then, you know, a few hours later, they're ice cold. It's a luxury Um, item for sure. I mean, yeah. So that's a big pro. I also like if you have we'll get into cons here in a second, but if you have the capacity on your battery, if you either have like a portable battery that's big enough and and stays on, or if you have like a dual battery or an AGM battery or a a deep cycle battery, something like that, um, that will run your fridge, then you can use it for so many more things. You can grab stuff at the grocery store, throw it in the back and then not go home right away. Right. Like we've gone to the grocery store and picked up groceries and stuff. And on our way to my mom's house for the weekend yeah. and we put them in the fridge yeah. in there. We go down to my mom's house. We, you know, we drive back, we take them out and put them in our fridge. Like you, it just solves a lot of problems and has a lot of side benefits to it. Um, aside from just not ruining your steaks. So totally. I mean, we do this rotation with like, um, for you, maybe it's beers for us. It's like <laughs> canned margaritas and like canned <laughs> cocktails. So we have yeah. our little dry pantry box. And we'll, you know, if we know we're going to be out for a while and we want to have those things, we'll put like four or five of them in the fridge. Yeah. And then when we get to camp, we'll take one out, split it, put another one in. And this is kind of this rotation. It's great because it's like you can store things other places and you can, you can cool, um, cool them off. I, I, so I agree with your, I agree with that pro. And I would say, um, one of the, one of the big pros for us is, um, the ability to, to like bring different kinds of foods without worrying that we're going to ruin it. Now I have ruined food. I've ruined, I have ruined, uh, lettuce. I've like, I, I froze it a couple of times. It was so pissed at me. She was like, I, I, this is the one thing we had to bring. It's like, cause it was like a group meal. She's like, yeah. you froze the lettuce. <laughs> I asked you not to freeze it and you froze it. And I was the like, bumped it a couple degrees. I was like, I, th- I didn't think it was, I, th- I said it like 31. I was like, I didn't think it would really be at 31, but yeah. that, but that is, um, but, but we can bring other kinds of food so we can bring yeah. if I don't accidentally freeze it. Um, and, yeah. and we can actually, we know our refrigerator good enough now that we can pack it in a way where like there's a space to put stuff that doesn't need to get so cold. There's a space to put stuff that yep. like does need to get cold. And, and so like our options for eating have gone far beyond ham and cheese sandwiches, right? which is kind of was our like standard if we're going to have a cooler, you know, and maybe a steak or something like that. And so, so I think our, our options have expanded because we sure. have confidence 
um, that, that everything is going to be fine if we put it in the fridge. Um, yep. the, the other thing is, um, the refrigerators, um, uh, uh, now like one of the pros is that the, I think almost all of them have the ability to like not kill your battery. So yeah. like they have like a, a low volt, a low voltage, low voltage shutoff. So yeah. you can, you know, as you, as you get out there and you get used to using it, you gain more and more confidence about, um, you know, should you leave it plugged in, should not leave it plugged in, um, right. all those things. And so like, so you can kind of use it and have the benefits of it without some of the risk of like yeah. killing your battery. And if you're out there, everybody should have a jump start anyway, but I think that's, I think that's a real pro that, um, everybody talks about draining their battery, but most of the new refrigerators that are out there you won't drain it. your battery. You can't even do it. You should still be able to start, even if you use it all night long, it drains your battery down to a certain point that refrigerator is just going to shut off. And I guess there's some risk that you would spoil your food depending yeah. on where, like if you're, if it's hot, 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 you know, um, but, uh, chances are that that refrigerator is going to run and be insulated, you know, yeah. enough that it'll keep it from, keep the food from spoiling overnight. Yeah. Well, and one more pro that you just made me think of is a lot of them nowadays have apps with them, which is really, really handy. Like that's always been a concern of mine. So I will give you the perfect example. Nextera, it either was the plug or maybe it was the actual plug from the, the fridge that I had, but like I would turn it on and fill it up and everything. And then I would get going down the highway and like even close to home, it's like a two hour drive to get to the national forest by my house. And like in the olden days, like, and you don't have to worry about this with, with coolers, right. But with fridges you do. I would get to camp sometimes and it never turned on. It like kicked off or something like got shaken loose and just didn't even have power. Hmm. Um, and like, it'd been two hours, right? Like, I'm like, Oh crap, my stuff's getting warm and it never even cooled down. Like it was at 70 degrees when I put this stuff in there and it's been two hours sitting in a 70 degree fridge, you know, and it never even kicked on nowadays though, with the apps, like that's a huge pro I think is that like, I can have my phone up at the front and look at it. I can turn it down and up. I can control it remotely. I can be up in the rooftop tent and know what it's at and know that it's running and know what my battery is. Yeah. You know, it's not super perfect, but it's, it at least gives you an idea. So that yeah. is definitely a pro of those two. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, uh, this is probably a pro of coolers too, but there's so many different sizes and options yeah. that you can get. Yeah. You can get a refrigerator. The, 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 the barrier to entry is high three to 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, Minimum. Yeah. But, once you get there, if you're going to spend that much, um, right. on your, on your refrigerator, then there's just a ton of options. There's yeah. a ton of options you can get with the Bluetooth stuff, with the sizes, with the different shapes, with, if it opens this way or that way, with an insulated cover, you can put around, like there's lots of stuff out there that you can, you can choose from to get a good refrigerator, which is yep. not the way it used to be. It used to be like, right. there's the one Dometic and that's, right. you know, that's it. And it's 800 bucks or a thousand yeah. bucks, right? At least. Yeah. 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 Yep. So cons of fridges. Um, I definitely think, I mean, the biggest one obviously is power, right? So like one, if you're using like a portable power generator slash power bank, a lot of those, especially the cheaper ones are going to recognize when the fridge, so the fridge works really hard to not suck power from your battery. Mm -hmm. When it does that, it shuts itself off, especially if it's a little bit cooler, it's not going to come back on for minutes, probably right. 10, 15, 20 minutes. It might not even come back on. Well, then your battery also trying to be smart says, Hey, no one's drawing power. I'm going to shut off. But then when that shuts off and the fridge doesn't have power to know to turn back on and it doesn't, the battery stops that from working. So that's a huge con. Same with your, you know, your, to your point, right? Like you, they're, they're set up to shut themselves off if the battery gets too low, but then you're risking your food, right? Your food could go bad. Like, especially if you don't know, if you're not paying attention to it and it like shuts off at 8 PM 
And then you go all night and you go to bed and wake up the next morning. It's been 15 hours and, you know, 80, 90 degree summer weather. Like that's a big risk that all your food is bad. Um, But it also, you know, it it does sort of suck. Like thinking like I had to go to an AGM battery, like my starter battery, a starter battery in even modern vehicles is not equipped with the capacity necessary to run even the like most efficient fridges for any period of time. But like, so then you've got to go AGM and you've got to, you know, I went solar. I went, I like my power needs, exploded when I got my fridge and, and not just because of the fridge. Like once I got that, then I'm like, I could also charge stuff. I could do this. I could run this. Mm -hmm. I could run lights. I can, you know, it's kind of a compiling thing, but the fridge definitely is that first thing where you're like, I need more capacity. I might need a dual battery setup. I'm going to be out for a long time, you know, and it, your costs aren't just the fridge, like an AGM batteries, 250, 300 minimum probably. Yeah. I mean, we have, I have an Odyssey red top and, um, I think it was 300 something. It was over 300 for the, for the battery. I, you know, I live in the mountain West and so, or or in the kind of somewhere between mountain West and Pacific Northwest. And so like our, our nights never get that hot. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, for, for me at night, I'm never worried about like food spoiling, even if the fridge shut off, it has shut off on accident. Like you said, like I jiggled (laughs) the cable and you know, like turned off, everything was still fine. Um, but, um, I think that tether being tethered to power is definitely, uh, is definitely a con and, uh, um, the power management is, is a con, I, you know, I, I'm not convinced that you need to do a bunch of other stuff, depending on what you want to do with your overland setup with yeah. ours. We just have a really simple led light on the back of our uh, tailgate. And, and then we have, uh, uh, the fridge. That's, that's the only yeah. things that are drawing off the battery when it's not turned on that led yeah. lights really low draw. So, that's- so, you know, for me, like the, a- the AGM, I probably would have got that anyway, yeah. but, um, f- um, but it was an extra cost. So like that, that's yes. definitely a con. The tether being tethered to the power is, is a con. Cause you can't like, I've yeah. been at campsites where it's like, Hey, let's go, let's go down to the river and soak in the river and let's bring some drinks. Well, you know, if it's yeah. 90 degrees out and you want to bring a cold drink and have it be cold, you know, there's, you can't do that with a refrigerator. So I do yeah. think that that tethering is, is a con. I think that the, on the power management side, I have sorted my car and, and let the car run. Um, if we're camping in a place for more than a couple of days, yeah. and that's kind of a pain in the butt, you know? So that's the, the again, it kind of gets to your power management thing, but yeah. Um, you know, it, it's easy enough to do, but like, I, I remember this one time we were with, I was with, uh, four of our best friends. We went to this campsite and it was one of those, like everybody about their trailer, <laughs> the, but Will and Kate don't have a trailer. We just have our rooftop tent. And so yeah. we're there, we're all hanging out and it's there. We're there for like three days and everyone's having a great time. And all of a sudden they're like, Will, are you going somewhere? Like, what are you doing? It's like, no, I just have to turn the car on so I can charge my battery because of the refrigerator. <laughs> and it was like, I felt kind of embarrassed, you know, they were like, what are you doing? So, yes. you know, so there is a little bit, I think a little bit of that, 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 it, that uh, is a con. Um, yeah. I think that if you're not careful with what you buy, you mm-hmm. can waste a bunch of money on a fridge. Oh, sure. So I think that, um, you know, three to 500 to get in, but be careful about what fridge, what yeah. compressor it has. Um, like, you know, look at the reviews, look at the components because a a lot of, you can find a budget fridge that has a really good compressor in it and you can find a budget fridge that has a crap compressor in it and you will lose your investment or it will, you know, and like you'll lose your investment and you might lose your food. 
you know, in, in the middle of a trip. And so I think that now that there are more options out there and there's some copycats that are out there and not all of them are bad. Some of them are great. Um, yeah. you just have to be careful about the components when you buy a fridge because they're not all the same. Yeah. Well, and it is kind of a crapshoot. Like I, so my first fridge was that Alpacool and I spent about 300, 300, 320 ish on it. Um, and I had it for like a year and a half and it was perfect. It was fine. But I mean, I only ever turn it on when I'm going on a trip. So even yeah. having it for a year and a half, I probably used it for 20, 30 days total, right? Yeah. Out of that time period. But it was even the, nowadays they have LG compressor compressors in them, which at least are name brand to some degree. It was like some who knows what compressor, yeah. but it, it actually, I got really lucky. But a lot of the bad reviews said the thing that really sucked about those is it has this plastic, really crappy plastic clasp mm. that would break. And if that happens, oh. obviously your fridge is useless, right? Like if your fridge won't seal, then it, you might as well not even have it. Like it's going to run yeah. nonstop. It's going to kill your battery. It's not going to stay on for any period of time. But again, I, I got really lucky. I mean, mine was great. And a lot of people have had those and been great. However, after years of doing this now, I have two fridges. I have an Iceco, which is the one that is in my uh, my Frontier. And mm-hmm. it has a Dan Foss compressor in it. Yep. It's higher grade components. The app is better. It's, it has much better insulation. So it works a lot less hard than the Alpacool did to stay cool. And then I have a new air that I just got that is like, I had a really big new air and then I have a new air freezer in my garage. Like the new air stuff is really good. I really like it, but that one's going in the Maverick because it has wheels on it. So it actually yeah. has like a handle and wheels. Yep. So again, I can really easily lift it up, put it in the back of the truck, slide it out. Like I'm not going to build a slider for that. So different uses, but good quality compressor, quality components, reversible lid on that. You know, yeah. so there's, there's a lot of pros to it. So like, this is, I'm kind of bringing us into my final thoughts here on, on where I'm going to go. Wyndham hotels and resorts makes travel possible for all, whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family, no matter who you are, where you're going or why with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta days in and super eight, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I'm definitely pro fridge from now on, like with the one dedicated vehicle that will always have a fridge in it, no matter what, like I won't go back. Um, I could go cooler on the other one, but again, I, I got this new air and because of the fact that it has wheels handle, I've had several of their products and I really like them. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just, even just having that, I'm going to plug it into a power bank. I'm not even going to do an AGM. I don't think on the, the new truck. So again, it can just stay mostly stock, but then I can throw a battery in the back and I can plug my fridge into it and we can go. So yeah. That's I'm definitely pro fridge from now yeah, on. I think. Yeah. So I have, I, I bought a used Dometic CF 35. Nice. Um, so it has the Danfoss compressor in it. One of my buddies bought a brand new Costco is having a sale on these. Like they decided to go for overlanding for a split second over here and they had these, it was like 350 bucks, but there was a sale on them. So they're like 280 bucks, but they had a Danfoss compressor in them. It's 52 yeah. liter, 52 quart size. And it has the wheels on it and the handle. And I was like, you got to get that, man. That is a great, if you're going to go fridge, that's a great thing to have. Um, And so like, so, so we have loved ours. It's been, I don't know how long it was used before we got it. It's been totally consistent. Um, I thought it was, I thought Kate broke the clasp the other day because she just like overstuffed it and she was trying to get it on the, you know, the, the clip that seals the thing was bent. And so I fixed it. I thought I was going to spend a thousand bucks on a new fridge for a second. 
Um, but uh, like, I'm going to stick with this fridge. Yeah. I think I got it for 250 bucks and I will keep it until it stops running because it's, it was such a great investment for overlanding though. Like this is like, I don't use, here's the, here's the, here's the rub. I don't use that for anything else. Right. Like for overlanding for like having a great experience eating when I'm out in the back country with my Jeep. It, I, there's no question for me. I'm sticking with my used Dometic CF 35. No yep. question. However, I use our coolers all the time for everything else, for yep. everything, else, even camping. If we're not overlanding, yep. like I, I, we, we use it for everything else for grocery store runs for just, you know, we have a place uh, up in um, our parents have a place up in McCall that we go to a lot. So we're bringing food up to the cabin. We don't use the fridge for that. Yeah. It's too much of a pain in the butt to like right. bring it in, plug it in. I mean, all that stuff. No, just put in a cooler, put a little ice pack in the cooler. You're going to be yeah. in the car for a couple hours. You're good to go. So, so yeah. like, I'm not anti cooler, but right. for overlanding, there's no way I'm going to go back to a cooler after having yeah. a refrigerator. It's just so luxurious. Yeah. So I think to kind of finish this up and put a pin in it, like what we're saying again is there is no right answer per se. And definitely if you're newer to overlanding, especially if you're like a weekend warrior type person, which is a lot of what I do, right? Like, again, if I didn't have two vehicles, like my my main vehicle that I'm going to drive every day will not have a fridge in it. I will have, I have a pretty portable one with wheels on it that will stay in my garage that I will throw in there, you know, four or five, six times a year when I take that truck on a trip. Um, but really, if I didn't have a YouTube channel and talk about overlanding nonstop and it wasn't like a huge passion of mine, I would have a cooler for that truck. Like, so just think about your setup, think about your budget. If you could spend that money better elsewhere, definitely do it. But if you're going to like, I try to go on 12 to 15 trips a year. So for me to have that convenience, to have, like you said, Will, you know, the ability to bring more food, more types of food, more flexibility in the type of food that you can bring because you don't have to worry about it getting wet or anything or how you know regular the temperature is. You can bring frozen stuff and turn down the temperature. There's a lot of options with a fridge. It makes sense for me for that. But, you know, think about your setup and your budget and make a decision based on that. Yeah. And for God's sake, don't freeze your lettuce. Don't freeze your lettuce. (laughs) Always bad. The one thing so, I'm supposed to do. All right, guys. So as you saw, that was the episode with Will. Thanks again to Will for coming on the show. Again, I hope that was helpful for you. Um, if it was, click that like button if you're on YouTube. If you're on the podcast, you know, leave a review. Leave a five-star review if you can. That's great. It helps out. Um, if you're not already, check the description down below for links to Facebook, Instagram, uh, the podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on podcast. Uh, there's also a Patreon page that we're trying to grow. We've got quite a few people in there now. Well, just a few people in there. Um, but a Discord going where we all just sort of can chat 24-7, which is really awesome. And then there's also a link to the Newbie Overlanders group on Facebook. So definitely check out all those links below. And I'd love for you to come and join the conversation. So again, thanks as always for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week.